I don't think that the chorale, Brother Eddie and them could have picked a, a, a more fitting song for what I feel on my heart today that the Lord has impressed upon me. And I want to preach to you the principles that God works through to bring that harvest. Everybody say harvest. Amen. The principles that God uses, that God uses to work through that that harvest may come. The wise man, Solomon, Ecclesiastes 3 and 1, said to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. And then he went through and listed all the things that, that happened time for this and time for that and all the things that we face in our life. Jeremiah said, 5 and 24, neither say they in their heart, let us now fear the Lord our God that giveth rain both in the former and the latter in his season. He reserveth unto us the appointed weeks of the harvest. He reserveth unto us the appointed. Everybody say appointed. It's not accident, but it is an appointed weeks of the harvest. Ezekiel said, I will make them and the places around about my hill a blessing, and I will cause the shower to come down in his season, and there shall be showers of blessings. Everybody say, thank you, Jesus. There shall be showers of blessings. The apostle Paul, he said, nevertheless, he hath not left himself without a witness in that he did good and gave us rain from heaven and fruitful seasons, filling our hearts with food and gladness. What a good God we serve today. He has not left himself without a witness. There's plenty of people to testify to it and say, oh, yes, God did it. In that he did good and gave us rain right out of heaven and have given us these good fruitful seasons and filled our heart with food and gladness. Thank God for it today. Hallelujah. Thank God for the principles that God has set up that will bring forth the harvest. It's not just wandering around and doing anything, nothing. Uh, that it will not bring the harvest in our life. Somebody said, well, it's, you know, it's going to come. Uh, comparing it to the seasons of spring and of summer and then harvest and winter. Not necessarily. It depends on what we do. The Apostle Paul said, I have planted Apollos watered. Then he said, but God gave the increase. I planted. Somebody's got to plant and somebody's got to keep it watered. Amen. And then God 
will always do his part, and he will give the increase. Thank God for it. Then he went on to say, so then neither is he that planteth anything, neither he that watereth. But if you want to know who it really is all about, but it's God that giveth the increase. Now he that planteth and he that watereth, he said they're one. And every man shall receive his own reward according to his own labor. For we're labors together with God. Hallelujah. Everybody say, thank you, Jesus. Amen. Lift up your hands right now and let's love the Lord together. I want your attention and help today. In Jesus' name, thank you for your presence anointing today, Lord. Hallelujah. Paul said, you've got to plant, you've got to water, and then you've got to believe. Plant. Everybody say plant. Everybody say water. And then God is the one that will give the increase. All we've got to do today is focus on that one thing, two things. One is that we plant, and the second thing, that we take care of what we have planted. It's not enough just to go and broadcast seed. Somebody's got to watch over the seed. Somebody's got to keep the weeds out of the plant. Somebody's got to take care of it. Somebody's got to water it. Somebody's got to oversee it. Amen. And in the process of time, in its season, comes forth that wonderful victory of a harvest that all of us are looking for. Everybody wants the harvest. Yeah, I just don't want y'all to go to sleep on me out there. Amen. See, I preach a little bit, and then y'all preach a little bit. That way we all preach together. Amen? Yeah, praise God. Everybody wants the harvest. There's no question about that. But the key to the harvest begins in the spring with the seed and the planting. Nobody don't want to plant and I'll guarantee you there's not anybody that wants to carry buckets of water. And nobody wants to use the hoe and chop. But everybody's ready to sit down and to the meal and enjoy what has been accomplished, haven't they? Amen. But I'm going to tell you something. God will bless us and give us strength and joy. We can have joy in the planning. We can have joy in the watering. We can have joy in the cultivating. We can enjoy the whole thing. Well, few people are preaching with me today. Sure we can. Sure we can. Amen. But you know, this, this man, if it, if it just wasn't, the feller said, if it just wasn't for me, there's no telling what I'd do. It's this flesh that we're wrapped up in that hinders us from doing the things that we know is right. All you've got to do is focus on the seed. 
Some people, they get focused and sidetracked on the seed that fell by the wayside, and they get so mad at them birds. They just, oh, I could kill every one of them birds. Well, then who would sing to you then? Amen. Who'd kill all the mosquitoes then if you killed all those birds? But just as sure as they get some mosquitoes, they're going to get some good seed as well. So you can't get mad at the birds. And you can't get mad at the thorns because that's just, he said there's going to be thorns and thistles. That's the curse of man on all of us today. We all have to deal with the prick of the thorns and with the thistles, all of us. Everybody gets in on that. Everybody gets some thorns and everybody gets some thistles. So don't sit down and cry about the thorns and the thistles. Amen. You can just rejoice in all those things. And then the Bible said, some of the seed fell on stony ground. Boy, that's aggravating. Good, precious seed that I've sown. Labor, sweat, and toil that I invested in it. Then it just, it just like putting seed up on top of this pulpit. Amen. It did not produce. It could not grow. It did not get a root system. And that aggravating sun about that time came out and it just blistered it until it just wilted down till it was nothing. Well, man, we got to have the sun. You can't be getting mad at the sun. You just got to stay focused and say, I'm going to keep on putting out the seed. I'm going to put out the seed when it feels good, when it doesn't feel good. I'm just going to take my bag of seed and I'm going to go out there with all of my heart. I'm going to put it out. I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it freely. I'm going to give it happily. I'm going to give it with joy. Amen. I'm going to be happy about it. So, and I'm going to give you four principles and uh, just a very few verses of Scripture to establish these points. First principle of God giving us the harvest is what I've already been talking about. It's the giving Jesus said, Luke 6 and 38, one word, and then it's a comma. Give. Give. Everybody say give. Now, that's the first hard step to get over is because if you give, then you don't have. How will you have an, a harvest if you give it away? But there, that is when faith comes in. The giving is your seed. He said, give comma, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. And he's already told us who was going to do it. He said, I'll use men to give unto your bosom. And then he talked about that same measure that you give. It shall be measured to you again. The apostle Paul talked about the giving. He said, but this I say, he which soweth sparingly shall also reap sparingly, but he that soweth bountifully shall also reap bountifully. Every man according as he is purposeth in his heart. So let him give, not grudgingly or of necessity. Who does God love? For God loveth a cheerful giver. Why don't you clap? This seems like a good place right there to clap your hands to the Lord. You're doing it to the Lord. You're doing
committed to the Word of God that I'm preaching today. Hallelujah, hallelujah. So the first principle of a good harvest is that you've got to learn to give. Number two, second principle of a good harvest is that you've got to stay steadfast. Or another word for that, consistent in the sowing. A verse of Scripture, one verse of Scripture, Hebrews 3 and 14, for we are made partakers of Christ and there's that big two-letter word, I-F. If we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast unto the end. you got to hold on. Third principle of receiving this harvest is but that on good ground are they which in an honest and good heart, having heard the word, they heard the word. You know what they do with the word when they hear the word? The Bible said they keep it and bringeth forth fruit with patience. Everybody say patience. Then the apostle Paul said, cast not away therefore your confidence which hath great recompense of reward. For ye have need of patience, that after ye have done the will of God, ye might receive the promise. Fourth principle of receiving the harvest that God has for us. Galatians 6 and 9. The Apostle Paul again to this church writing said, and let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap. And there's that big two-letter word again. If we faint not. He went on further to say, he said, be not deceived. Many times we think, well, this is to a sinner, but this is to the saint. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. It's got to come back up. So, the four principles today that God laid upon my heart to encourage you in and to lift up your spirit that you would get the harvest that the chorale was singing about today. No, it's not left to the man that just wanders around and does nothing and says, well, finally my day will come or my blessing will come. It's left to the man that prepares for the harvest. That's the man that gets the blessing and the benefit. The first one is giving, is sowing the seed. When should I sow? Can I give you the Bible definition and answer for that? The Bible said every time you find an opportunity to do good, what should you do? Well, now, y'all not preaching very good with me right now. That was y'all's turn right there. That's right. How, how often, how often should you do when you find opportunity to do? You know what happens to us? We hide from opportunity. We turn our head from opportunity. 
Well, it will take something away from us if we step up to the plate of that opportunity. You know what we should do? We are to pray every day of our life and say, God, open a door. Give me an opportunity. Open a door, Lord. Uh Uh-oh. Now, some of you got it. Some of you missed it. And some of you didn't act very excited about it. They got it. Amen. So let me stir up the excitement in you a little bit. I feel in the Holy Ghost tell you this. Through the same door of opportunity that you do good, it's through that same door that is open back to bless you. Come on. So what happens to me when I find an opportunity to do good and then I don't do it? I'll tell you what's happened to us. We have closed the door on blessings. The blessing can't get back down to us because the only way the blessing can get to us is when we, the door of opportunity is open and we can speak that kind word and we can give that smile and we can give that prayer and we can even give somebody some money and we can even help somebody and we let that door of opportunity close and say, you know what, I hope that door don't open all that often. If it keeps on opening that so much, I'm fixing to be broke. But do you think you could break God? If God is your source, how would you ever break God? I mean, if God truly opens a door, an opportunity for me to do good, how on earth could I go broke doing good? Y'all didn't hear me. I said, if God opens the door, I'm not talking about something I dreamed up. I'm talking about God opens a door of opportunity for me. And then I fail to walk through the door of opportunity. I just cut my own throat. I just shut the windows of heaven up on my own life. Hey, brother, I want the windows of heaven swung wide open. And everybody does when it's coming to us. But the best way to get it coming to us is open the door of opportunity and say, hey, let's pour it out. See, it's not in us to do these things. It's not in us, our nature, to do these things. It's in our nature to take. So whenever we feel our flesh drawn back and we feel a hunch in the spirit and something leading us, well, you know, you could do this. You ought to do this. You ought to do this. You ought to do this. And we feel that hunch in our spirit. We ought to know right then that it's not us. It must be something else. It's got to be God. I would have never thought of that. God must have brought that to my heart.
You know what it is? It's contrary to our nature. And let me tell you what I've seen the Lord do. I've seen the Lord. I sowed here, and all at once I was harvesting over here something totally different. But this would, that I gave, maybe say it was material things, I gave here, but I harvest over here. Things money cannot buy. Come on, church. Come on. What you feel in your spirit is the Holy Ghost right now backing up the words. You're talking about setting this world on fire. You're talking about you can be seated going to another level in life and in God. It's when you turn this many people loose in this city and they're just looking for an opportunity to do good. Well, maybe we shouldn't get that broad. How would it be if you just did good to your wife? Now, all you wives are to, look here, there's not a wife on their feet. Well, what will happen with all you wives just started looking for an opportunity to do good to and we need it. Now, see, well, I do have a few men on the floor. <laughs> yes, Brother Jamie! Instead of scared to death, scared to death, man, it's them birds I don't like. It's them thorns that I, I'd do it if it was not for the thorns, the birds, I would do it if it was not because I knew it was going. I just knew that when I did it, it was just going to hit right on his head and bounce right off. His head is so hard. So there's no point in me even doing it. Oh, in Jesus' name. And once we get over that elementary step, then we can move on. We might even find something good to do for our children. We may even find something we good we could do for our brothers and sisters in the Lord. We may even find a neighbor that's down and out that we might help. We may even decide tonight to come back here and sow some seed for some young people to go on and further their education. the Philistines compete with the Philistines and the Philistines well hallelujah what'd be wrong with that 
Oh, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. God has blessed us so abundantly. Amen. What a mighty God we serve. Everybody wants the harvest, but the harvest doesn't come just sitting with your eyes blinded and your ears stopped up. The harvest never comes to people like that. The harvest comes to people that are, oh, amen, this is not a problem. Come on, class. Come on, class. Come on, class. Hey, you can't whip people like the attitude I'm talking about. You can't stop people with the attitude that I'm talking about. Amen. It's not a problem. It's an opportunity. It's an opportunity. And if sometimes you're confused in your mind whether I should do it or should not do it, there's a great big God up there. And you know what you can do? You can just go back to heaven and knock on the door again and say, Lord, why don't you just give me another little witness in my spirit? I'm willing, but I just, I just know sometimes my judgment can be off. And I don't want to hurt somebody trying to help somebody. And God, you can witness it to me and send me another round. And just to think that the God of heaven would have use of us. Just to think God would want something out of us. You know what category that puts us in? It puts us in the category with Mary, the mother of Jesus. When Jesus, God Almighty, was looking for a body to bring his son in this earth, he looked up and down and all through Israel, and he found a little woman. And he said, now look, there's going to be a lot of confusion over this. People's not going to believe your story, Mary. But I've chosen. You have been highly favored of the Lord. I've chosen you, Mary. I got my hand on you, Mary. And you're going to have a child. And it's going to be the seed of David. And my hand is going to be upon you. And Mary said... I'm not looking for an opportunity. No. She said, be it unto me according unto thy word. You may not understand what we're doing, but we understand what we're doing. We know without a doubt that God has put us in this hour, in this day, in this church, inside this building to bless this earth, to bless this earth. Stand with me in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Everybody say, looking for opportunity. Yeah. 
Everybody say looking for opportunity. Brother, if you want it, if you want things to go and grow, take God as your partner and say, Lord, it's all about you. And I'm looking for opportunity. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Well, hallelujah. 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 I wonder how many blessings I have missed. I wonder how many because I wasn't sensitive to an opportunity to do good. I wonder how many blessings I missed because I wanted to just keep my little seed in the bag and I wanted to tie a string around it and say one thing I know I've got this but it can't grow until it gets out of the bag. It can't do anything until it gets out of the bag. Somebody's got to get it out of the bag. I hope you don't miss my point today. I hope you don't miss what I'm preaching about today. I hope you don't miss it. Amen. I'm talking about walking in a relationship with God where his blessed hand is upon your life and God is working through your life. I'm talking about God working through you. Oh, yes, Lord. I'm talking about what it said about Mordecai, the man in whom the king delighteth to bless. The man in whom the king delighteth in. Amen. Help me, Jesus. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord, oh, Lord. Boy, if I could just get rid of more of me, if I could get rid of more of this old guy right here, selfish, self-centered, all about me, if I could just get rid of him, there is no telling what the Lord could do. Hallelujah. Opportunity. We're the opportunity. We're looking for the opportunity. Just give us a chance, oh God, in Jesus' name. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Is he a good God? The Lord spoke to me today while I was preaching. He said, through the same door you open opportunity to do is through that same door that I channel it right back to you. Now that scares me that I would fail to open that door and say, Lord, <laughs> amen. Oh, you're talking about something big, Brother Holmes. No, I'm talking about whatever the opportunity is. Opportunity to pray. And I pray that I give myself in prayer. Yeah, 6 o'clock this evening, we're fixing to have what? 
Well, prayer. I was really thinking about opportunity. Everybody say opportunity. Yeah. And all of us going to get together over there and build in one. And boy, don't, doesn't it feel good over there? It just seems like those walls pray with us. Of course, we was up here at 10 o'clock last night, and it felt like this building was praying with us. The young people were praying and travailing and laying out on the floor and crying unto the Lord, and the Holy Ghost was on them. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Opportunity. Lord, how many of them have I let slip through my fingers? And one more time, I want to tell you, you work on something over here, and you do your best in something that God has opened. And God touched something way back over here. Hallelujah. I've seen it over and over. I've talked to people, talked to people till I was tired. My voice was tired talking to them about coming to church on the phone, talking, reaching souls. Even get promises and commitments. And they didn't show up. Discourage, no. Come to church and watch God work on something way over here. <laughs> hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, what a mighty God we serve. Oh, I feel so anointing in my soul today. Men, what about it? Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Opportunity. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. What a good God. What a mighty God. Amen, amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. In Jesus' name, I want you to pray with me right now. Lord, in Jesus' name. God, don't let me miss what you want here today, how you want this service to end, because we've got an opportunity here, Lord. In the name of Jesus, I believe you, God. Speak to all of our hearts in this house. Speak to our spirits in this house today. In the name of Jesus Christ, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. What a miracle-working God we serve. What a faithful God we live for. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for your goodness and blessings. Bless your name, O oh Lord. Bless your name. What about it? Amen. What about it, men? Could we just... Fill the aisles of this church today. You don't have to come down the front. Just, just fill the aisles. Let's do it like that today. Just step out in the aisles with me, and we're going to pray together. Oh, yes, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Yes, God. Come on, let's talk to him together. In the name of Jesus Christ, I believe you, God. Oh, yes, God, I want to live. Yes, Lord. Come on, men, let's bleed together. Open our minds today, God. Open our, take the, take the blinders off of us, God. Let the scales fall from our eyes. Oh, let us start with elementary steps of just being kind and good to our own family, God. And let it grow into other things, God. In the name of Jesus, I believe you, God. Oh, yes, God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Would never Sing it, everybody. Oh, yes, Lord. I want to live the way he wants me to live. I want to give until there's just no. been standing here just praying. Hallelujah. Yeah, hold on to what we're feeling. Oh, yes, God. Brothers, why don't you put your hand on some brother's shoulder there while you're standing? Let's just, come on, let's just pray together. Oh, Oh, I thank you for your rich anointing today, God. Oh, come on, let's ask God to let the scales fall from our eyes. Rebuke every selfish spirit and selfish motive, God. Deliver us today and set us free. Oh, yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. Oh, I thank you for the opportunity to do good, Lord. Oh, yes, God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. 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 
And if we couldn't all make us a prayer and everybody join in and sing it, there's a big choir today. Come on, this entire church is a choir up in the mezzanine. Everybody join in. Lift up your voices and everybody sing it. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. The way he wants me to live, I want to give until. you look around and see who today you can share a kind word and smile with why don't you do it let's start the process right now sowing some good seed come on maybe your wife you want to hug won't be anything wrong with that amen 